0: Let's talk about optimizing your team strengths for a minute. I think every single team needs the following three roles. Folks that can think, folks that can take immediate and effective and aggressive action, and folks that are very people-focused and leadership-focused. Let me explain what I mean by that and provide the strengths and the weaknesses with all three. Because I think all three are needed. And I think not every team has all three. I think in worst case scenarios, teams have a bunch of have 90% action individuals and then one person at the top that's thinking. I think at a mid-level variable, they have, let's call it 70% action individuals, one person at the top thinking, a few other folks thinking, and maybe someone that is great at people executions, but no one even knows that they have a skill set of that or have a desire to activate that skill set. And then best case scenarios is what I'm going to explain today. But to be able to have these three different roles and these three different set groups within your team to optimize strength, to optimize productivity, to optimize team diversity, to optimize um, and just accomplish the goals that you have, I think you need all three. And I think all three need to ebb and flow with the timetable of your organizational goals. And what I mean by that is I think all three need to come in and out based off of the roadmap of what you're doing. And I'm pausing because I'm trying to put this in the best words. I think all three come into effect based off of where the company is or where the product is or where the the overall market is. Right. But let me dive into this for a second, then you'll understand everything I'm saying, because the ADD is kicking in and I'm jumping to the end before I'm even explaining the beginning. So let's break down the strengths of a thinking role. Right. Thinking roles, people that are, you know, creative and innovative problem solvers, um, strategic at looking over the overview of a problem, of an org, of a department, of of an initiative, um, someone that is able to assess and understand uh, all the different options and how we should tackle an issue. You know, there are self Starter, you know they are they are a subject matter expert uh, most of the time, right? So, if you have someone that's in a thinking role within a marketing department, they're very well versed as it pertains to all the different strategies of PR, all the different strategies of content, all the different strategies of go-to-market, all the all the different strategies of SEO, all the different strategies of. Inevitably, how the marketing initiatives financially will make an impact on the projected revenue that we need this product or this service to produce. They're very, very great at all of those individual practitioner as well as thinking strategic initiatives. Some of their weaknesses though, right? They lack detail around focus and communication, right? They cannot share and articulate their vision. They may be too critical about certain things. They may be too focused into certain micro variables and missing the bigger picture, right? So that's a strength and the weakness of a thinking role, but you need thinking roles. You need people in your company that are just going to think. And I think a lot of companies miss that mark. I think a lot of people have C-suite individuals doing too much action-based initiatives and not enough thinking but I'll get to that in a minute. Action-based, right? Good under pressure, overcomes the obstacles, turns ideas into actions, effective and efficient, right? The second they have an idea, they move on that idea. They test that idea. They have to taste the idea to see if that idea can produce what they think it can produce. They're very nervous to to speak on something without actually tasting and feeling and understanding of what they're speaking on or what they're going to speak on will actually work, right? They're detail-oriented. They're precise. They're typically very credible as well, right? Anyone, again, that is an action-based practitioner, leader, employee, team, team, team member, reasons why they're typically credible is because they've already executed or tested what they're saying. So if they go out there and say, hey, this marketing strategy is not going to work, this content strategy is not going to work, this product feature is not going to work, it's because they've actually tested it or they've actually been there and done that and put some sort of action behind their initial hypotheses, if you will. But some of the weaknesses, though, are very clear, right? They may offend others, right? They may be inflexible, right? They may be slow to respond to new ideas because they're so locked in their own new idea. They may be poor at delegation because they want to actually get in there and feel and taste what it's like to execute against what they're trying to execute against, right? They may be ha- they may have poor coping skills, right? They've invested so much emotion, so much time, so much effort into this one initiative that if for whatever reason it fails, they feel like it's all their fault. They feel like it's all in their shoulders. People role, right? You need people that are great coaches, that are great coaches of talent. You need people that can share vision and delegate. You need people that are incredibly diplomatic. You need people that are that have perspective, that can extract the, the perspectives of others, that respect and love the, the, the perspective of others, that can hear one little slight nuance of a, of a different perspective and can take that and make it a much larger nuance, a much larger perspective, right? They have great and phenomenal listening skills, right? They're a communicator. They're great at networking. They're great at building network. They're great at building relationships with individuals that are incredibly different from from them, but making that person feel psychologically safe to such a degree that they get exceptional productivity out of that individual, right? They have a lot of um. They have a lot of options. They build on top of options. They build on top of thoughts and perspective. Weaknesses, though, right? They may. Avoid any micro executions, right? They can be tough when it comes to prioritizing because they're, they're managing and working with so many different people that there's so many different perspectives that they need to take ownership of or, or or contribute to or support. And so it's hard to prioritize who is more important based off of what initiatives and productivity or, or things that they're working on, right? They're great at inclusivity, but they may make people feel too psychologically safe, and I'll explain that in a moment, right? They can't handle diversity of, they can't handle pressure, rather, right? They're too idealistic at times. They lose focus at times. They're maybe not the best at completing an individual task. So if you listen to all the breakdown of these three different roles, right, the thinking role, the action role, the people role, you need all these roles. You need all of these people inside of your company today. That is objectively true. And I don't think enough people have all those three roles inside of a department. I don't think all of those, I don't think companies have all of these three roles on a team and you just objectively need them. You need the thinking role to do what they do best, which is strategically bake out and create the overview to really be able to judge and assess all the options in a very fair way. But they, but the thinking role. As it pertains to judging the options, needs to be able to go to the people role and learn from them how to do so in an inclusive, psycholo- psychologically safe manner. This so, is the action role, is you need someone like that because at the end of the day, there's gonna be a lot of pressure. And when teams are under pressure, you need someone that works well under pressure, that thrives off the pressure, that loves the pressure, that stands up to the pressure. You need someone that can turn ideas that maybe some of the thinking roles have into execution and test those ideas and find the validity of those ideas. But you need the action role as it pertains to thinking and as it pertains to the ideas. They need the action role to work very well with the people role to make sure that they're pulling out and extracting all of the greatest ideas. And making people feel psychologically safe to present and to share those ideas and do so consistently. So. If I were to take a step back for a moment and explain everything I'm saying, what I believe needs to start happening within teams is we need to start making sure that when we're looking at our team of eight people, and we're looking at the directors and the managers and the VPs and the C suite levels of verticals within our organizations, we need to make sure we have an even split of these individuals. And that needs to be contextual to the time, that needs to be contextual to where the company is. For instance, the work right now within Beyond Brand and the work right now within Almus. I'll use those as a two examples within the collective. We need some thinking because there's a lot of new changes happening, a lot of new decisions that need to be happening, a lot of new executions that need to be happening. But we also need some action roles. Because right now we need to be able to test and experience and taste the hypothesis that we're throwing out into the world by just thinking. The people role, I don't think we need so much right now. I think everyone has enough psychological safety within the team, but I do believe once both teams start to grow, because things are working on the action part and things are working on the thinking part, that's where the, that's where the people part's gonna take more of a, more of a, uh, 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 a driver's seat, more of a, more of a focus. Because if some of the things are working with an almost and beyond brand on the thinking, on the action, that means we have more revenue coming in. That means we have new clientele. That means we have new and larger and bigger teams. And when you have that, that's when you're going to see the people aspect and initiative start to start to, to rise a bit. That's where you're going to start to find, okay, oh, wow, I definitely need to have more people involved. And we need to have someone that can steward and handle all the people on the client side, on the internal side, to, to be able to build enough diplomatic moments, to be able to build and have great listening skills to see and listen to see, okay, we have a lot of momentum, a lot of action now, but can we listen more intently to figure out are we doing what's best for our clientele? Are we building out enough initiatives where our team members feel psychologically safe to execute on all the great executions and work that we've done and we put in front of them? Do we have great communication? Are we building a thorough and and supportive network? Are we building and optimizing enough options for our team members to execute against? You need all three roles and I don't think enough companies are thinking about that and I just wanted to share a bit of light today on companies and departments and teams and leaders to be able to do that and manifest that and make that happen. So as always, just a few thoughts, just a few perspectives We'll talk soon.